it's just Italian wedding soup. <laughs> oh, that's so ridiculous. Okay. Anyway, uh, welcome everybody. Welcome everybody to another uh, episode of Screen Fix, where you get your fix so you can stop jittering. You get your fix, <laughs> your movie drugs, your film drugs. You're addicted. Movies, You're addicted movies, to it. It's movies. Sad and it's great. I am JC. With me is Greg. Greg, how was your weekend? It was good. It was good. Um, what did you do in the realm of film TV? Tell us. In the in the realm of mouvoir, uh, I think I went French. I went back and saw Thor, and doing a whole lot of nothing. No uh, Criterion this week. No, no, no. <laughs> No, I because you know that you love that Criterion. The criterion, yes, I like visiting the high art classics at times. And with me also is Katie, the lady one. Yes. What, uh, how are you? How are you? Oh, I've never been better. All right. And uh, how was your weekend? <laughs> did you do anything uh, related to film, TV? Did you do anything related to this podcast? If not, it's fine. You can tell me that you, you know, uh, made a made a mean jambalaya. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Um, no, 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 jambalaya this weekend. Um, but I went to a hockey game that had Star Wars night, so that kind of counts, right? Like I took my picture Whoa. with Darth Vader and a stormtrooper mm-hmm. and Boba Fett, and it was oh my god, I was geeking out. It was kind of embarrassing. Wow, we should post those. Did they actually get to play okay. in the hockey game? That would have been great. <laughs> that would, that wouldn't be fair. <laughs> That wouldn't be know. fair at all. It wouldn't be fair because they've got the force. Boba <laughs> Fett could just fly around everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Han Solo, always uh, taking it down the ice by himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flying Solo. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so great. Let's just dive right in, shall we? Mm-hmm. You know what? Let's get a couple like movie news things out of the way. We all know that we really want to talk about the Avengers trailer, right? Ooh, yeah. So bad. That was the big <laughs> news. The news that Greg is possibly pantsless for. But it's you know, this is gonna be it's gonna be yeah. So we wanna get there, but first we gotta do our due diligence. We gotta run through the latest movie news and then we are gonna break down this whole trailer. We're going to give our thoughts. We're going to give what we call our crazy, stupid early reviews. Right? Is that mm-hmm. what it is? Crazy, stupid early. Crazy. What's crazy. that? Right? Crazy, stupid early yeah. predictions. Right. So our crazy, stupid early predictions here, we're going to run into that. But first, let's run into some, uh, how about some TV? Did everybody see? Okay, okay. So we've talked in this podcast about Hangdog Halpert and how he can't quite. <laughs> uh, and by Hangdog Halpert, we're talking about uh, John Krasinski and about how he can't quite turn action star because he's kind of like hang dog looking and you just think of him as a gym from the office well he ha- is is finally landing his own action uh, vehicle and that's as Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan on Amazon and of course Jack Ryan has been played by Harrison Ford Jack Ryan's been played by Ben Affleck Jack Ryan's been played by uh, one of the Baldwins <laughs> Uh, William, William Baldwin, I I think. Which one's the one that's like not, which one's the one that's all dumb and was in Biodome? Steven. Okay, not Steve. <laughs> I think I was correct with William. So will Hangdog Halpert finally come out of the shadow, the action shadow of his squeeze lady? <laughs> 
Emily Blunt. Will he do it? What do you think? Did you guys watch the trailer? What do you guys think? Um, yeah, yeah, I watched it. And um, there's like the one part where he's like, I just do reports. And I just believe him that he just does reports. Because he's Jim. <laughs> yeah, it was a clip <laughs> like, from The like Office. The office but yeah. <laughs> because he's I just Jim. Do like, I don't, I, there's no misdirect there. He's a guy who works in an office. He was a guy who works in an office for like 10 years that I watched. That's longer than I've worked in an office. So, <laughs> no, I don't buy it. I mean, good effort, but I don't buy it. He just has so much cheek. <laughs> so much cheek. Like, there's, there's so much cheek like, on both sides of his face. Ooh. There's so much cheek there, right? Like, I don't know. Like, uh, what do you think, Greg? Did you watch oh, it? Oh, I saw it. It looks good. No, I'm trying to do my, my is, best. Hang, is, is, hang, that hang dog, dog, is that yeah, Hangdog? Is that Hangdog, Greg? No, it's, that, 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 that's a hard one to do. Um, that no, was like I, Huckleberry Houndog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, um, I, I don't know. It didn't look too exciting for me. I, um, I, I watched the, the the two mini like little Amazon uh, screener little things and eh. He's he's not exciting. No. He doesn't, no. Yeah. Like he really needs to like you you can tell that he's fighting with all his might just grabbing some like simple little sitcom. Yeah. Maybe it's his eye contact. Where... His his eyes don't seem like he's in like this panicked like in this present setting. Yeah. It's not it's not reading enough for me. Like I I've watched The Office on Netflix whenever there's nothing on TV, which is all the time. And um <sighs> there's so much more emotion that I felt from the moment that Jim finds out Pam is pregnant than like literally anything in all of these trailers. <laughs> like I cried when Jim found out Pam was pregnant. I was like, "Oh my god." But this Jim. I was just like, "I don't care. Whatever. Just kill somebody. Whatever. It's fine. I don't there's I he's it's not going to work." I mean, good luck, but no. Poor hangdog. Poor hangdog. <laughs> exactly right. Poor hangdog Halpert. It's yeah. just, oh my God. No, it's, 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 so, it's so sad, kind of, right? So um, uh, continuing on with these uh, streaming services that every, we each have to pay $10 for, <laughs> which defeats the purpose of cutting the cord from cable, <laughs> but that's a discussion for another day. <laughs> Black Mirror. So I've watched a lot of uh, Black Mirror. I watched season one and season two, but we're getting season four, and Black Mirror is good. Like Black Mirror is a it's a show that is supposed to play off of our fears of modern technology, and it's supposed to, and it it does a a damn good job of it. You know, this season I think they're branching out and doing a few different things. Uh, we're getting a Jodie Foster directed episode. I did watch the trailers, and they don't really give much away. They're really confusing. Like I'm like, hey, <laughs> watching these trailers, I have no idea what any of those episodes are about. <laughs> like uh, the Jodie Foster one, I just remember that the little girl gets some kind of needle to like the side of her head, and I really don't know what else is going on in that trailer. And I do remember though the one that's about like. A robot dog mm-hmm. there's this robot dog one and i guess i'm interested in it it's not really we don't get a lot of like like action robot dog type <laughs> of stories with black mirror like black mirror tales are usually more they're pretty character driven i feel like for the for the most part that's kind of what makes the show as good as it is like like the technology is a big 
part of it, but the technology doesn't overshadow uh, everything else that's going on in it. Like it's still a, it's still a deep character dive, but the world has technology that exacerbates the situation. This just has a crazy robot dog from what I, <laughs> from what I've seen. Uh, I don't know if you all have watched much Black Mirror, but if you watch the trailers, what is the sense that you get for season four or does it draw you in? Are you excited for season four of Black Mirror? Uh, what do you guys think? Um, I'm, I'm petrified of the idea of it. I have been told repeatedly by so many people that I would love it, that, oh, it's so great and it's really, it'll open your eyes. But like, I'm fine just watching the Twilight Zone and dealing with like, <laughs> like light level problems um, and like twists that I can see coming from minute three. Like, I'm, I don't, uh -huh. I don't need it to upset me that much. And I, I know that I'm too fragile. Yeah. It, it will ruin me and I can't have that. So I, I politely passed, but I did watch all the trailers. And the only one I was kind of excited about was the robot dog one because the person who's in that one, what's her name? Maxine. Um, Maxine Peak. So her accent is 100% the same accent that my English family have. And nobody ever has that on TV because it's really <laughs> ugly. Um, so I was pumped about it. I even looked her up to verify like, yes, yeah, she's from Manchester. I was not wrong. So get it, Maxine. On this show, we're going to have to cover just that episode when that comes out. I will watch that be one. Like, we, we watched it. We watched the <laughs> Robot Dog episode, and we're going to talk about it. Yes. Yeah, I'm down for the Robot um, Dog one, the only yeah, one, though. Netflix. Astro. Netflix. It's like the thriller. <laughs> it's like the, the horror version of Astro from the Jetsons. <laughs> I'm right, down. So, all right, go ahead. Go ahead, Greg. Oh, uh, I was I was just saying that um, Netflix calls this a ninety-seven percent match for my profile, so it looks like oh, no. it looks like something that I should watch. I mean, if it's it's saying that hey, if I don't into, understand that like system. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I mean, I'm just supposed to trust. I actually heard that they removed the stars because of the terrible reception to Amy Schumer's stand-up. Th that one thing. Yeah, I read that somewhere that like Amy Schumer's stand-up got all these really negative stars and it had such backlash that they just got rid of the star system and just started doing this weird match system what i could be totally wrong but it but it knows yeah, that I i'm mean, into futuristic edge of tomorrow kind of stuff so it's gonna let's just put it this way so black mirror i'm not allowed to watch black mirror uh, well okay here here it is. wow <laughs> well, um, your mom tell. says no it depends yeah my my mom like mom <laughs> Mom, can I just Mom. stay up and watch one more? Come on! <laughs> remember when you were like a kid Black and Mirror. like... No, can you imagine? Remember when you were a kid and staying up for 30 more minutes to watch one more show was the hugest deal that you would beg for? Oh, yeah. Like, is that, is that something that you guys would do? or Because I can remember being like, please, just one more show, please. Like but I, what show oh my was God, it? The bargaining. What show was it? Oh no! It it didn't have to be any specific show. It was just about not going to bed. Yeah, it could be yes. anything. Yeah. So anyway, um, Black Mirror is an interesting show because I'm I can't watch that with my girlfriend unless we've both had a good day because we've both decided that it's such a bummer downer of a show like it's good but it really brings you down 
every episode makes you feel like crap afterwards and you're like uh, i mean watch another is it <laughs> no is it is i it feel that really bad, bad now yeah. Should I go get the ice cream? <laughs> yeah. Like that's that's how that is. That's how that show what is. Other, like you can what only watch show one you, and you need ice yeah. cream. What other show would you say that you had that type of like effect where you had to watch something funny or eat ice cream afterwards? Maybe like Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Was that, one yeah, it did it for me I too. I was like. I'm like, I need uh, a palate cleanser. Like, yes, you need a palate <laughs> cleanser. And usually that's in the form of some kind of ice cream. So anyway. Uh, we'll stick with a little bit of TV news here. So Stranger Things epi- uh, episode season three is confirmed, Ooh. but as if anyone didn't already know that, because season two, eleven billion people watched Stranger yes. Things. Ooh, yes, yeah. eleven billion people mm-hmm. watched Stranger Things too, yes. and about another eleven billion not kids but adults did Halloween as <laughs> Punk Rock Eleven. Punk Rock Eleven was a big. <laughs> I heard that Punk Rock Eleven was a big outfit this year, <laughs> which of course is her outfit that she's in for the last two episodes after she gets some like style tips from her sister. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so of course there's going to be a season three, but the Duffer Brothers promise that it's going to be weirder and more character based. Yeah. First of all, make it weirder. Yeah, but are those things kind of diametrically opposed to each other? Weirder and more character based? Um, I mean, weirder, like, I, it's pretty fucking weird already. So you know, it's, you know, it's funny. I actually, when I read that weirder and more character based, I thought, you know what, season two, for how good it was, it was a little safe. I thought every performer in it is fantastic, but it was like. Bad creatures burrowing towards town. There's a little cute monster thing, and they added, uh, you know, a, you know, a new brother sister in town. But it, it didn't go to a lot of new places. I mean, really, the only time the episode, the only time the series, I thought really like deviated. Okay, trust me, the series was really enjoyable. It was good. It was popcorn. It hit all the right notes. It had Mikey from Goonies, you know, (laughs) where there was even that, like, Goonies reference in it where he's like, oh, did you guys find a treasure map? And every guy tried to mansplain to his lady that that was from Goonies or whatever. Hey, ladies can mansplain too. And, And every... Lady, la- lady, splained. <laughs> Every lady, lady, splained to somebody. Anyway, there was a lot of gender splaining going on. During so that there's thing just z splaining. That's a Goonies reference, and there was even like people in other countries just. going, "Bullish from Van Goonie, Mikey." You know, and then you know it was smug it was, nerds. Yes, smug nerds. Smug nerds across the globe. They yes. there's no there's <laughs> there's no borders. <laughs> <laughs> for smug for smug nerds but um so anyway but i thought it was a little safe i mean it was fun but it was safe um i'm actually uh the only episode that actually played it a little um was not safe was the one where they took 11 and brought her to chicago and that episode got a bit of backlash um, but it really was like the Duffer brothers just trying to do something different and I respect them for it. 
Um, I mean, and I thought that episode was actually necessary for Eleven to kind of grow up. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. to get out of Hawkins. Right. She, exactly. She needed to get out of Hawkins. She had to experience stuff. She had to grow up a bit. And she came back, and she was, I think, a little different. And she knows. She uh, knows emo. She knows punk rock <laughs> emo, <laughs> emo ness. But uh, yeah, and then she realizes she wanted to go back and um, uh, get busy with uh, Mike. <laughs> But anyway, how excited are we for season three, which actually felt like a foregone conclusion? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm excited for it, but I'm also like, I don't know if if it just is another if it if it gets me the same way season two did, which is like, oh, that was awesome. But nowhere near as excited as I was the first time around. Ugh, I'm going to kind of be bummed about that. Like I, I like they need to push it further than they did for season two because season two, everyone was going to watch regardless. And I mean, it just, I need a little bit more from it. I didn't get, there was no moment where I like literally jumped up off my couch, which happened in season one. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't get that season two. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, there was no like complete freak out what the fuck is happening moment. Like it just didn't go there. And that was kind of a bummer. Yeah, it did just kind of safely hit all the beats that you wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, which is fine sometimes. And I actually thought that, that was that was great. Um, what do you think about uh, uh, weirder? How can Hawkins? How can this group get weirder? Uh, well, I mean, I, I would think that you take a little bit of darkness into these characters. We almost had that with Will, you know, shaping into like what was he going to be evil? Was he going to be a puppet of this like shadow monster? I mean. If you uh, if you break the band apart, like they were trying to do a little bit, and then they got Steve coming in and you know helping out, being the babysitter. I mean, to make it <laughs> to, to make it weirder, it seems like to me you gotta you gotta it create an evilness that there, you know. And they almost implanted that with Will. So, uh, by the way, yeah. So <laughs> the only laugh out loud moment there was actually a laugh out loud moment for me in this season in season two where was it oh really if you go back and watch i think it's episode i think it's the second to last episode he's just been beat up by what's his name with like the hot buns that the steve got beat up yeah so steve Steve has just been beat up by guy (laughs) mullet the new hotness the new by the new hotness Uh and they're driving to the the hole in the in the ground the entrance to the tunnels yeah and they one of the kids is driving and when they when they screech up to the hole he pops up in the back with his like puffy face and bloody nose and he's like whoa you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was it is, he says like actually i think he goes okay and he like goes with like his mouth, <laughs> but he's but he's all beat up and he's so silly looking. Yeah, you have to go back. You have to go back and just watch that. Actually, I should go back just, and just make for a that, gif of just this. For that Actually, one. <laughs> there's gotta be a gif of that because it's yeah. it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's it's so funny and it's from season two. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I I agree that season three maybe season three needs to be maybe they need to spend more time in the upside down. Mm-hmm. I also heard that. Spoiler alert, skip ahead if you don't want to hear this, that Matthew Modine's papa comes back oh, shit. from the dead. 
So we're going to get Papa. And uh, mm-hmm. um, I don't know how you get more character-based than the first and second movies. I feel like there's a lot of character going on. Uh, it's a good mix. I don't know how you get more character-based. It'll get weirder, okay. But I don't know. I don't know what the Duffer Brothers are talking about. But I'm definitely excited for season three. So is everyone in all of America. And let's oh, move yes. on. Let's uh, move on. Let's move on to some uh, to, to movie news. That TV news was good. But let's move on to some movie news. So, okay. um, uh, so Mulan has casted. Has casted. Nobody says casted. Casted. Cast, so, cast away. Yeah. <laughs> Mul- Mulan has... Mulan. Disney has castigated. Oh on. boy. Oh man. That's <laughs> not good. Mulan. <laughs> Mulan some, has masticated. Some flotsam nope. and jetsam right there. Move on. Move on. Move on. Apparently, I'm making up some movie <laughs> called Move On, and it's about mastication and Disney. All right. So, uh, it's in syndication. Disney. I'm actually, yep. I'm just looking up the actress's name. So, Mulan has cast an actress. To be I in think the you say movie. it, Louis Yife. Apologies to her for that not being accurate. No, that's fantastic. So, so she, they, um, they have cast this actress, and they have cast a Chinese actress to play the Chinese character, which is uh, awesome. So her breakout role came in uh, two two thousand three. She played a character called Wang Yuan in a Chinese TV series. Um, called Demigods and Semi-Devils, which I think is an Ooh. awesome series name. But she's been around for a while. She's a big actress in China. And uh, I am really glad that they cast someone who's Chinese. Uh, we all remember the backlash that happened or all the conversation that happened early this year about Hollywood's whitewashing mm-hmm. of uh, characters. And, of course, I feel like some of that came to a head when Scarlett Johansson was cast as Major in Ghost in the Shell. I think Disney is uh, doing right by the uh, material and actually making good on some of this uh, backlash that has has happened. Uh, Do you guys have any thoughts on the casting of Mulan, the live-action Mulan? First of all, I think Mulan is a great movie. I think um, as far as the original animated one goes, has one of my favorite songs, which is the I'll make a man out of you. Yes. I'll make a man out of you. So good. Is a is a great song. The villain in that the Huns in that are terrifying. Like there's like the part where the one character goes, How many people does it take to deliver a message? And the guy's like, one. And he shoots an arrow at the other one. I'm like, oh my God, stone cold shit. That's so metal. (laughs) Like it just. uh, um, That's how the Huns do it. That's how the Huns do. Yeah. So (laughs) they are terrifying. The music's good. The movie's good. Eddie Murphy was fantastic as Dragon. But we're getting uh, this Chinese actress. Um, what do you guys think about this cast? Do you think this is good? Do you think this is good? Yes. I mean, our standards are so low for Hollywood that they cast a Chinese actress to play a Chinese princess. And we're like, great job. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. right there. Yeah. Um, but um, great job. Like, <laughs> Great <laughs> great job getting back to 2017 and giving people yeah. jobs that, you know, that we see that should deserve them. It's like, yeah. come on. I am, also, I am. It's a role written for someone. Fill it. Also, China is such a huge market now, too. Yes. That 
like when there's a Chinese character, why wouldn't you fill it with a Chinese actress? Yeah, or, don't fuck it up. Yeah, uh, ex- exactly. It's um, I mean, they add Chinese characters in things like, well, Disney is like adding, they added Chinese characters in Rogue One. And mm-hmm. that's arguably my favorite pair in that whole movie. Yes. I mean, really, it really doesn't matter a lot of the nationalities right now in films. And I think it's fantastic for Disney to be like, okay, this is a Chinese character. We're not going to cast uh, ScarJo, even though I'm a little biased. I think ScarJo could be anything. <laughs> but uh, really, we need to think about the nationalities of these these characters. This, this isn't, you know, uh, 50 years ago mm-hmm. when we were casting, you know, John Wayne as Genghis Khan. Ugh, or Catherine right. Hepburn. No, I'm excited for this. I think this movie is going to be awesome. I hope B.D. Wong has a cameo because he's the greatest and he needs to be in this again. Um, he was awesome as Shang. Just the speaking voice of Shang. But he was great. Do you have any thoughts, Mustachio? Yeah. I mean, I'd, I want to see I want to see something like this come to life. And I kind of want to see who could possibly be this kind of dragon figure because... I mean, obviously, we're going to get, like, a cool CGI kind of, you know, mm-hmm. type. That would be cool. I mean, I want them to give dragons their jobs, too, you know? Dragons <laughs> for jobs. Get, get Come on, Disney. Dragons jobs. All right, so... <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the I, Tanya trailer. So we watched the I... I saw the I, Tanya trailer, and I'm like... I don't know. I always feel strange about movies where we're kind of glorifying and making an anti-hero out of really awful people. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, they did that a bit with like Tom Cruise earlier this year with American made. And it's like, these are not good people and we're making anti-heroes out of them. And Wolf of Wall Street, the latest in that, you know, the latest in that is I, Tanya. I mean, she's, she still doesn't I mean the real Tanya Harding still doesn't think that she she still feels like she needs to be forgiven for this. <laughs> she 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 did. She she had a bit of a rough childhood. She was the the epitome of I hate saying this trailer trash, but she lived in a trailer. Like she legitimately lived in a trailer. <laughs> um and of course of course she was behind somebody hitting Nancy Kerrigan with a pipe in her knee or whatever and yeah and this movie's this movie's I mean, not gonna hide that i mean this movie's only gonna kind of show like hey left to your imagination we all think she's guilty too but here's here's a side to her that might be worth you know being worth uh ten dollars and fifty cents and two hours of your time <laughs> yep and we're gonna like the performance oh, and yeah. we're gonna think margot she's robbie a, looks like she's, she's a, gonna... that she's a cool little character and an anti-hero and some kind of little messed up story um but this is the first time we get to see margot robbie really stepping up to the plate as you know a type of protagonist that we we just want to see more of i mean this is it looks good. Well, she looks captivating. Like it's it, it, it's like her Charlize Theron monster. Yeah. Not as uh intense of a performance, but kind yeah. of stepping outside of the zone. It's but okay in, to be in a like little a bit funny, up. It's, you know, it's like okay to be not so n- not so glamorous and just be performance focused. Um but you know, it's it's funny cuz that whole Tanya Harding thing 
This story was so huge mm-hmm. when I was young. It was it everywhere. Was huge. You, it was everywhere. You couldn't escape it. Everything was Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan. Then they tried to like turn Nancy Kerrigan into like America's sweetheart, even after because they went on to the Olympics and and whatnot. A- anyway, and then I also remember it's like you know Nancy Kerrigan is not the best either. Like. Mm-mm. I remember that there was a microphone that caught her when she was in the uh, Disney parade. Oh, yeah. After the Olympics, there was a a microphone that caught her going like, this is so stupid. This is so stupid. And it's like, like, you know, you're not so green either. Like you're, you know, so many people like, like look up to you like little little girls that want to be athletic that want to like get into uh, figure skating little girls that want to get into sports are all looking up to you and you're in the disney parade talking about how stupid everything <laughs> yeah. is like is, is this just... is this movie gonna bring back some like little snippets of the 90s that we remember are we gonna oh i hope we gonna so. see anything like that yeah i, I hope so too and but the story, I mean, it looks great. I mean, it looks wacky. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is, like, I doubt her real life is as wacky as this is. Like, <laughs> no, no, her, like, this her life seem is, like... is basically having to fend off people that recognize her. And then she goes in and she stars in VH1 pop-up video. And then she resentfully drives home from work about that. And I mean, she's probably in and in and out of this like living past this one thing that happened, and it defined her. And now, you know, now they're making a movie to kind of like romanticize it, but also show the I don't know, like the the sardonic nature of how hilarious it can be. Like it's she did like celebrity boxing. Did yes, she, did like she, did, yeah, she, did she like, like show up at like some poker night too or something? something like that like her life is really sad like it's just uh but they're gonna turn it into this like like rip roaring fun jaunt and i just keep bringing it back to like tom cruise's american maid like the the, he was terrible or the the danny Bonaduce story like he was a cocaine smuggler well let's and it's like let's and and i'm and and it's like this like like rip roaring jaunt i mean yeah i mean it ends you know tragically but it's this like fun quirky thing and that's exactly what they're doing with i i tanya is turning something that's sad tragic horrible and turning it into like look at these quirky characters or, i mean I, I i don't mean to compare apples to oranges but what about the movie blow i mean we're talking about a glorification of a cartel you know type. yeah like, but do you hear all these movies that you're talking about with these these stories of glorifying antiheroes of men? So let's get some representation here and let's glorify a female antihero. It's our turn. There we go. Let's just yeah. do it. So I mean, if let's do it. Like, it's gotta. It's it's gotta happen. It's your turn to be horrible. Yes, <laughs> yes. And no, I'm so excited for this. Like, Allison Janney is the greatest ever. This is going to be so good. I'm positive. Um, and if you watch a documentary about Tanya Harding, Allison Janney's look and performance are pretty spot on. Yeah. <laughs> when you look at, when you see footage of Tanya Harding's actual mom, I'm like, oh my. Like, in fact, a lot of the people in this movie are cast pretty similarly to who they are and to the characters in, in, in real wow. life. Yeah. 
I yeah. mean, that trailer but didn't make Alice didn't and make Janet character look too good. <laughs> yeah, and a real life documentary doesn't do much better. <laughs> it's, it's all right. I'm, I am going to visit that too. Yeah. In this. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I, Tanya, we're all about it. I'm so in. I can't mm-hmm. wait. I want ya. <laughs> all right. Awesome. So, um. Let's get into some juicy stuff, juicier stuff. You guys ready to get juicy? Mm-hmm. You guys ready to get so you guys ready. ready to get juicy with me? I right, see. Here we go. Uh, the jer- <laughs> so now I feel so awkward <laughs> right now. So uh, the Jurassic World teaser. Did you guys see the Jurassic mm-hmm. World teaser? Okay, so the world premiere of this Jurassic World Fallen Depot. I mean, Fallen Kingdom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the the premiere. Of- <laughs> Yeah, uh, Katie's got uh, nightmares where she's running from dinosaurs <laughs> in a Home Depot, but that's gonna be safe for the third one. Um, so anyway, that's right. that's before yeah. that, we're gonna get Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, and there was a teaser mm-hmm. for the trailer because that's what we do net these days is we have teasers before mm-hmm. the trailers. Did we watch it? And what do we think? What do we think, y'all? I mean, it was it was the. Um... Like it was basically like the uh, the run of the Gallimimus, like in the the original movie, except right. now you have Chris Pratt kind of goofily running away from, you know, what all these dinosaurs are running away from and what they're running away a from. Volcano, yeah. I would be terrified of, yeah, oh the volcano, right. yeah. It, it looks it looks uh, fun and exciting and and scary all at the same time because he looks terrified, but it, there's also a whimsy to him that that you want to, you know, you want to believe that he's. He's just going to run and jump onto something and be able to get out of there. I like it. It looks good. Uh, Katie, uh, yeah. you're wearing a dinosaur shirt, so I feel like you are Yes. Are <laughs> ready for this one. Yeah, um, I'm super excited. So I wa- I've watched it a bunch of times, and it w- probably wasn't until like the fifth time that I realized it finishes and says trailer Thursday at the end. And I was like, I'm watching a commercial for a commercial, and I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, that's like the thing. <laughs> that's like the thing now. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's a commercial for a commercial, but I'm I'm like give me more. I'm I'm yeah. I'm, I'm so into yeah. this. So <laughs> I mean, it doesn't show anything. It shows that some volcano goes off at some point. And a bunch of dinosaurs are running, but yeah. did it stoke the flame? Did it get your lava flowing? <laughs> Do you have one more? Are you erupting <laughs> with anticipation? <laughs> <laughs> There it is. <sighs> yes, yes. I'm I'm so ready. Volcano for this. or yes. <laughs> so, did you guys like uh, the first one? Did you like Jurassic World? I, I loved it. So did I. There's some people that it has its detractors, but I thought Jurassic World was fast paced, no fat on that screenplay, lean meat, good stuff. Like it was, it was just fun. Hit all the right blockbuster pressure points in my body, <laughs> and it was great. It definitely, yeah, yeah. I I loved it, and I am ready for this on Thursday. And I'm gonna watch. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch. If uh, if anyone out there has not seen it, go check out the teaser, or else wait for the trailer. It's just coming out in two days. Why don't you chill yourself? All right, so here we go. <laughs> we haven't talked Star Wars much yet. Uh, we can talk some Star Wars here. So, so the whole cast was on Jimmy Kimmel, and I did watch that. I mean, there's nothing really to gain from that. He asks his normal questions like, "So, who who likes porgs?" And it's just 
was, <laughs> whatever. It wasn't that great. But there is some news about Andy Circus. So Andy Circus is playing Snoke because every mocap character is played by Andy Circus now. Um, yeah, him or Alan Tudyk. Right. <laughs> and they asked about Snoke's uh, power and uh, how, how strong he is, his immense power, his all powerfulness and uh you know they asked basically they asked andy circus directly and his answer was he has a limitless hmm. resources so what do you think that means when they're talking about snoke's power and he has limitless resources what is there anything you can read into that or anything like what are those resources that are limitless that he's tapping into that make him as powerful as he is um he has cheat codes yeah he's got the game genie of <laughs> yeah of the know. universe, <laughs> yeah, uh, he's got the uh, Force genie, and he's plugging it into his his super <laughs> his Super Nintendo. No, but um, yeah, I don't know if those resources means like he's. I mean, is he like mining kyber crystals? I mean, uh, I don't know. Like, is it like literal resources, or is it like force of will, uh, connection to the force? Is it? Do you think it's specific or it's more? You know, like generally speaking, he's got he's, metaphysical uh, or something. Yeah, he's like he's like tapped into that Jedi chi. Yeah, I would go with the latter. I, I would assume that there's something there that that's that control, the mind control, the Jedi um, kind of like dark side that we we want to know more about as they learn more. I mean, if he's the the leader of uh, the. This new squad, or the they call order, the, uh, the first order, uh, the yeah. first order, first order. So he's got the first. He's got the first order of business, and now we want to know what that is. <laughs> Snoke. <laughs> the first order. That just means that when they show up to like a restaurant, they order the appetizers, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, they have to sit way far apart from yeah, Snoke because he needs they, his own table for some reason. They order all of the mon calamari. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh man! I, I, I yeah! I want to hear I want to hear Andy Circus's voice. I mean, we're are we gonna hear like a little bit of Gollum in there somewhere or something? Is it gonna be like crunchable birds? Is is there gonna be anything anything of of the Gollum in Snoke? Uh, I think we've heard Snoke. I don't think there's any Gollum in there, but. Uh... <laughs> Well, you Why know, not? I, you know, who, who uh, like, who, who knows? Maybe like a circus could just descend into Gollum at any moment, like in any film. Probably every director that's worked with him after Lord of the Rings have been like, "Damn it, circus, you, you're Gollumming, you're Gollumming right <laughs> you're now. Gollumming, you got, <laughs> you're not, you're Caesar the monkey. You're yeah, not, you're you, King you, Kong. You don't even have to say anything. <laughs> yeah, you're Gollumming right now. Like, yeah. It's like, you're like ape smart ape ape smart ape just want peace no <laughs> you're golluming don't don't do that so i mean who knows i feel like hiring him as to the whole thing's a circus so like oh like, uh, that was a good one. <laughs> anyway uh so Snoke, they, he's also said that there's a frailty and a damage to Snoke. His face is cleaved in, scars across his mouth, contorted body. But without giving too much away, he is strong. He is the dark end of the force. He's the leader of the First Order, but he has his own agenda. He's a cruel manipulator. That's 
That's a lot. Does anybody care about Snoke too much? Like, are we like, is did Snoke menace enough to care in this in this he movie doesn't about have the same Snoke? kind of terror as the Emperor had? You know, I mean, something of that kind of dark side of like the Sith or dark side of the Force. I feel like this one side is kind of kind of like you know a little Wizard of Ozzy. You know, it seemed like something's right. behind the curtain. Like, uh, like how how bad could he be? You know, how did he get that scar? Meh. Yeah, and he's got like gold lame robes. I don't know. I'm I'm Silky. curious to see what, if anything, they'll tell us about him. But after reading what Ryan Johnson is saying about just like not having to, like at the first trilogy, is just like the emperor is the emperor, and that's it. I I don't think he's really gonna give us anything. I think he's just like he's scary. The end. Yeah, uh, Ryan Johnson said that's and that's how he approached Snoke. He said that mm-hmm. he wasn't interested in explaining where he came from or telling his history. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like just like the Emperor, exactly, exactly right. Mm. Look oh, at dr- it's almost like I read. Drop in your Star Wars Ooh. knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, Lady One, right here. Lady One. <laughs> everyone else just <laughs> the last at your one. Heels. Sniffing at those heels. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get to the main news here that we are going to discuss. The big mm-hmm. dog. We all watched the Avengers Infinity <laughs> War trailer. And we're going to break this bitch down, baby. It's yeah. go- we're we're going to do it. We're going we're gonna to do it. We have a lot of thoughts. And it's time. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting. You've been waiting. And you've been waiting. And all of you out there have been waiting. And we don't have to wait anymore. Mm-mm. Let's break it down like <laughs> like an electric boogaloo. Ready? <laughs> all right. So the Infinity War trailer came out. It broke a whole bunch of records for being watched. Or I feel like I saw a news article about that. I don't really care about that stuff. But anyway, before breaking it down. How did it make you feel inside in your tum tum? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it brought it brought my productivity levels at work down to like March Madness lows. You and your sports. <laughs> How about you, Greg? <laughs> I was like, I can't do anything. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I was really excited to see it. I, I had nothing but questions. Um, kind of feeling a little torn. Like, oh, why can't I watch this right now? I mean, I, f- I feel like it, it boosted me up, and then it also left me with only wanting to know more. So I've still got to wait a while. So mm-hmm. May uh, of 2018. I mean, I want to know what happened to Xandar. It's like, is it is it gone? But we'll get we'll get to that. But yeah, I, I well, was yeah. very excited. But yeah. yes, questions. Xandar is gonna get Xandar is gonna get messed up. So the, tr- the yeah. so the trailer opens. Uh, let's just go ahead and take it shot by shot. Let's break it down here. So here yeah. we go. So it, the movie just opens on basically you're seeing a planet. I mean, there's also voiceover, which is uh, the phrase that Nick Fury, a speech that Nick Fury gave very early on in the MCU. Uh, but now we're getting it told by a couple different characters. Um, but the movie opens on a planet. It looks very red and cloudy. Uh, there's a storm on it. And I'm going to assume this is Xandar or Thanos's homeworld. Mm. I don't know. I just picture him as like floating in space on some Didn't chair. He? Yeah, on some like hover round <laughs> lazy comet. boy. For sure, on some like lazy, lazy boy. boy. Yeah, he's definitely. He's got the latest lazy boy. He's actually conquering Earth because he wants the the lazy boy. <laughs> 
<laughs> factory to himself so he could just float around space in in a in a in a chair putting it back and watching golden girls reruns oh and so that sounds great that's kind of the life like if i conquered everything i might want to just kick back and watch golden girls uh sounds like my thursday yeah. night yeah i was lying in some like plush purple thanos pillows yeah, yeah in that, that case great. call me thanos <laughs> no but like um nick fury says that there was an idea and that's the beginning of that whole speech and we see tony stark looking dejected and holding his little burnt little hand and he's been through a lot he's wearing the same hoodie though that he's wearing later in the in the trailer in mm-hmm. front of the sanctum sanctorum uh which is where dr strange lives so this whole sad thing must happen right around then uh what do we think is he sad because somebody died is he sad because is he just in general sad is he what's going on here oh. do, you think? do you have any ideas i mean so I want him to be sad because somebody died. Like, as that sounds weird, but um, I want, <laughs> I really, I want some this without sounding fucked up. I want somebody to die. No take backs. Like, come on, kill somebody because nobody ever dies, and it's kind of frustrating that you know, like, it. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> do you do you feel like he's sad because Spider Man died? Do you think he's sad because <sighs> Pepper? How about how about Pepper Potts? Mm, I like. Feel, do you do you think one of those died, and that's why he's very sad in the beginning of this trailer? So I hope not Spider Man because he has another movie, and so I won't Captain believe America? it. Captain America. No, yeah. I don't even. He think can't die yet. for good. Um, Who he? Uh, just before this, I think him and Cap have at least spoken because a little later on in this, when he's standing in the Sanctum Sanctorum, he is holding the flip phone that Captain America gave him. So I feel like in this little scene, he's also, this might be another dream sequence because remember he's had dreams. Yeah. Right. So we could be seeing a really sad dream sequence. We could be seeing a sad dream sequence Mm -hmm. or maybe he's seeing someone die. Maybe it's and and I, it looks like it's probably someone he cares about. And I'm going to guess that this is either Spider-Man or, uh, Pepper Potts, which would be really sad. But of course, Pepper Potts lives in, you know, New York with him, just like where this thing is uh, crashing, uh, where that ship is uh, hovering over the over the um, the city. That ship is ho- is hovering over New-, New York. So if it's Pepper Potts, it's really, really sad. Uh, who-, who knows? She might even have. Um, I know Pepper Potts is in this movie. I don't know if it's just going to be a short cameo or if it's going to be important, like her dying. You know, like maybe she puts on the Iron Man suit or something because she's worn it before. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's Spider-Man and he dies really, really early. I mean, you don't see Spider-Man much in the rest of this in the rest of this trailer. Yeah. So, and and remember, these are Infinity Gems that we're talking about. And there is a gem called the Time Gem. So anybody that dies in this film, I don't think is necessarily dead for good. Because <gasps> there is. Be, right. I know. I know I that sounds that. frustrating. Like- Oh, is that they one ast- right now? Is that is what's going on? Is Doctor Strange wearing that or is he not cool with wearing it? And he's just like keeping it in his house. No, Doctor Strange has the time gem. And at the end of the movie, he put it back in the uh, the place in India or or in the Far East or wherever. Uh, oh, I don't know yeah, yeah. I don't know that that spot. He puts it there. So he doesn't have that with him. But that is the, the time gem. That, okay. that that he used at yeah. the end of 
Doctor Strange, which is the one that I feel like anyone that dies in this movie can probably come back at some point. Well, using u- using the power of the you know the gun. yeah. I feel like they'll probably do that, and that will annoy me, and also make me feel better about somebody not being dead. So I'll be conflicted. <laughs> It's fine. So well, I mean, I, if I have some ideas on who could die, it would probably be the Vision. Right. Um, well, also, we, let's, we're get, if we're, we're going to continue yeah. on with the, with the trailer, we'll totally get to Vision in just one second. So if we're continuing on with the trailer, um, the next scene is uh, uh, Bruce Banner laying in the floor of the Sanctum Sectorum, and, um, uh, and Doctor Strange and Wong are both looking at him. And he's down in there, and there's a hole in the roof. Mm-hmm. Now remember, at the end of uh, Thor Ragnarok, he was afraid that he would not be able to change back into Bruce Banner once he became Hulk again. Yet, for almost all of this trailer until the very end, you see Hulk. You see him as Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. Has he just fallen from the sky? Has he just fallen from trying to fight someone? Is he? Uh, what do we think? Uh, why is Bruce Banner in the in the floor here in in Doctor Strange's crib? And then well, because yeah, go ahead. I mean, I, I was just thinking that since riding with Thor and uh, their newfound Asgardian Valkyrie partner, what they're doing is they're probably heading to Earth since Thor talked about it, and now we've got Hulk probably trying to fight and demonstrate some power when Thanos gets to the planet possibly because I mean I know we're still up on what's you know to come in this trailer but we're led to assume that there's a certain sequence of events that Thanos has to uh, places he has to go and that kind of leads us to where these characters would go yeah we can go ahead and uh, uh, go into that right now there is a scene where he, uh, Thanos is putting the different gems into his gauntlet and I think that the a lot of the big I don't think Thanos is going to be in this movie a lot I think Thanos is going to be in this movie towards the end mm. and I think most of the movie is going to be uh, his um, minions <laughs> which are called the Black Order. They're also called some kind of crazy word too. They're also called the Cull Obsidian. And those characters are Black Dwarf, Corvus Glaive, Ebony Maw, Proxima Midnight, and Supergiant. Um, <laughs> Is that like his like uh, Rocksteady and Bebop or something? Yeah, so Rocksteady is going to send Rocksteady and Bebop. Oh my gosh, like what little uh, internet tool do you use to get your name? of this like your version of this name like your wu-tang name is like your thanos's <laughs> minion name i need to know what thanos minion well maker. <laughs> those are the ones in the, in the in the comics in the in the movie apparently they're just gonna have corvus glaive proxima midnight ebony ma and a character named cole obsidian Oof. uh and they're all depicted as children of thanos so these are the ones that are going to be i think that are going to be go around collecting the the gems mm. So I think that we're mostly going to see scenes of them going around and collecting the different gems. So, and of course they need to collect the power gem, mm-hmm. which is on Xandar. Uh, so we're going to probably see the destruction of Xandar. That's a purple one, of, right? <clears throat> that's the one that's in Guardians 1. Pretty sure it's purple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's purple. Yeah, Xandar's going to get leveled to the gonna ground. they're going to need to go to... Uh, nowhere mm-hmm. to get the the one that was the ether the reality yeah was that what it was i don't know i feel like we should know yeah, these. the reality gym is that the red one 
the reality stone uh which was the uh the ether from thor the dark world mm-hmm. and that is with the collector so he's gonna have to go to nowhere and mess up the collector and that's actually confirmed there was some uh leaked there was some of the leaked clips and one of those was one of the black order essentially standing on the collector while the guardians were like oh my god well they're trying to figure out how they're how they're going to help him or <laughs> yeah how they're going to help this fight guy. him all at the same time yeah we're so led to assume that that was thanos because drax wants to go jump in and fight him immediately so I mean, it might not be one of his henchmen. Maybe True. we're going to see a lot yeah. more of Thanos maybe, than we think. I mean, maybe he's doing all his dirty work. Maybe it takes him to fight the Collector because he's one of the the Immortals or whatever the Eternals or whatever those Tanley or Tavon things are. He, so uh, aside yeah. from being a hoarder, he's also and like he's a he's a made guy or something. Yeah, he's a made guy. So uh, in the universe, nice. in, the <laughs> so, in nowhere, um, but. He's got to get those, and then he is going to obtain the, It's I think it might be the mind gem, which is the one that is in the Tesseract. I think mind is vision. It's the yellow one. Oh, okay. So which one is in the blue? Which one is the... That's the space Power? gem. Space, uh, that's the right. Space yeah. gem. Space. Oh, that's okay. the Tesseract. So, yeah. That's the so, one that we got to see a little yeah. bit of in Thor right. when Loki looks over at it. Uh, yeah. yeah, so he, he so obviously in Thor Ragnarok, when he gives it that kind of knowing glance, that kind of quick glance, he's obviously taking it because in the trailer he's holding it out to uh, to Thanos. So he's got to get that one. So I think, and then of course, someone's going to rip the one out of Vision's head. Someone's going to rip the one out of the Vision's head. Do you think that when they rip that out of Vision's head that he's going to die or he's going to just be severely severely weakened? Um, I mean, and, and, if he doesn't have that, doesn't he just become like Alexa? <laughs> he's he's no longer as helpful. Right? Like he's Jarvis, just Alexa, you're Jarvis like, was just Alexa. Like, you're you're like... Vision, Vision, play Aerosmith, and he just opens his mouth. He just opens his mouth and like loving an elevator, just like starts coming out. Vision, order toilet paper. (laughs) Oh my god! I hope this is what happens, and that's his only purpose the rest of the movie. Yes, that's that's. That's too funny. So those are the gems. He just goes into uh, slow Jarvis mode. So then we're just left with, so that's what, that's four of them. Mm. Right. So then there's what, two more. There's like the mind and the soul, right? So. Mind, power, space, time, soul, ether. Oh, he's, he's going to have to get the, the time gem from Dr. Strange's peeps. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's going to have to try. Right. He's going to have to fight some magic peeps. So that's where another one is. And then I think the last one is is the one where we don't know where it is. That's either, I mean, in the comic, that one resides with Adam Warlock. But, you know, in this universe, I have no idea. Like, what about about the fact that we're seeing a lot of stuff with the Black Panther? Right. We're seeing a lot of stuff. Right. We're seeing a lot of stuff in um, uh, Wakanda. We're seeing some kind of major battle there in Mm -hmm. Wakanda. Maybe that's where the last, maybe that's where the last gem is. So that's where we are with gems and whatnot let's continue with this trailer here so hulk either comes who knows where Hulk's comes from i don't know and then of course we've got um in the next scene in the trailer we've got vision but he's not wearing his purple because paul bettany's sick of putting purple purple makeup on his face 
Poor dude. I'm sure he, yeah, he's sick of putting purple makeup on his face. He's like, just let me hologram some, some skin. So we've got him and we've got, he's gently, lovingly caressing the face of Wanda Maximoff, AKA Scarlet Witch. Um, cause there's some romance there. Of course, uh, in the comic, we know that Vision and Scarlet Witch were married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> Paul Bettany's skin. Do we like it? Is it is it smooth and <laughs> sumptuous? Is it? Uh, uh, um, what do we? Think? I, he still must have been in the makeup chair for a while because that dude is pale. I think he's, he's very pale. He's very uh, pale in, in general. I think yeah. he's pale just in life. Yeah, he's a super pale human. So he's still sitting in the makeup chair for a while. But I didn't know when I first watched Age of Ultron. I didn't know he's in the he's in the chair still because they're just adding pigment to his. Yeah, he's trying to make him not clear. <laughs> like, so I don't want to be purple anymore. Like, well, you still need at least three hours yeah. just to add human-like pigment to your skin. Yeah, that dude is pale. No, I right, so anyway. when I first watched Age of Ultron, I did not know that he was wearing makeup. I figured they just like did a computer version of his face because it like it didn't look enough like Paul Bettany that I was like, oh, that's definitely him with a bunch of paint on his face. So like bad move. Ah, I think Vision looked a lot like Paul Bettany. I just assumed it was like him, you know, doing the the Andy Circus mocap. Oh man, that was him sitting in that in that chair getting all perped. Ugh, what a waste. So. And we've got Thor talking. He's obviously with the Guardians. This is not yes. it's not a huge reveal there. But then we've got what looks like Banner, and he's next to uh, the Hulkbuster arm. Mm-hmm. The talk around the Twitter and the, the town and the, <laughs> the folks and the water coolers is that perhaps Banner wears this Hulkbuster outfit in the in the final battle maybe you know the one that takes place in uh, wakanda you know perhaps he is in the hulkbuster suit because he can't turn into hulk anymore but then there's very interestingly in the one of the final shots of the trailer when they're all running together towards the battle Mm because there's a shot of the battle and the hulkbuster is fighting things but then there's a shot of them all running towards the battle and hulk's there do you think perhaps that it's this film that Banner gets separated from Hulk? I kind of hope it doesn't happen because otherwise I'm not interested in Hulk. You're only interested in, in Hulk if he's this other form of actual Banner. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what interests me the most. I don't know. Just like a big green dude who punches stuff is just, I don't know. It's not that exciting. Yeah, yeah. That kind of grounds the character and makes him more r- relatable, doesn't it? Yeah, to me at least. Yeah. Like he's yeah, all yeah. of us like when we stub our toe. Yeah, or maybe I just identify with him because like I get pissed too. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. he's, he's easily the character, the hero that I that I relate to the most. Oh, and yeah. I see like in there, I'm like, ooh, yeah. Like, Should uh, I be I worried know. about both of you? <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, I think... just, just watch <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so both of no, you, both, so Bruce, so Bruce both Banner you, probably does fight like, that. Yeah. Both of you identify both with the rage monster. Yeah, I mean, speaking yeah. as someone who got her bedroom door taken away at the age of fifteen for slamming it constantly, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a lady Hulk. What about she you, Hulk. Greg? When did you first realize that you were a a little baby Hulk? <laughs> um, I think when I was really young. Um, I, I think it, it came with just being. Like the youngest uh, little brother, and kind of having that 
you know, like the short guy syndrome. Aww. I think um, on the recess yard is where Hulk came out the most, <laughs> or, or I should say, mini Hulk. Um, Did you get in many schoolyard kerfuffles? Oh, yeah, I made friends uh, doing that. So yeah. yeah, worth it. That's, yeah, so so I guess Hulk makes friends the same way. You know, you know, he, what, he gets camaraderie. Yeah. Beating them up, and then later when they survive it, and they they figured, wow, you you bested me this time. But I feel like this yeah, is a talk no. for a different podcast about like childhood <laughs> trauma and yeah. stress, early childhood development. Yeah. But no, so, anyway, so Bruce Banner. So, I, I so anyway, so going Banner's back to your, next your question. To, okay, go ahead. Um, I I I think I think that it is a definite possibility that he could end up being around um, for the utilization of the Hulkbuster suit. I mean, he comes away from it in a suit in the footage that you're talking about where he's next to this giant Hulkbuster um, mitt. He's next to the mitt, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, so we we think that there's a a type of like um, success to his, you know, walking away and seeming very happy. Um, Maybe that could be some footage of after, you know, some type of, epic battle has been done and that he was able to help out and now he feels fulfillment because he didn't have to be the Hulk. What if they uh, um what if they kill Bruce Banner and the Hulk lives? Oh, that's an interesting thought. No. <laughs> oh, like... I mean if they separate them but they like but Bruce Bruce dies in the battle but they're separated and then Hulk is like raging forever because you know Whoa, sadness. like uh yeah, like Banner runs out like in the Hulk suit, but he gets killed, and then Hulk emerges from the death. Yeah, yeah. that could happen. I mean, they're they're Pretty just gonna neat. keep That'd popping in Hulk in anywhere, any one of these, or if this is like you know some of the, like this is the last of this MCU. I mean, Hulk was was prominent throughout uh, a lot of these, but I mean, what they have to look at is Hulk can't be used in a standalone movie anymore since Universal has the rights for it. So we're not going to see Mark Ruffalo getting to do his thing in his own like Planet Hulk movie. What we have to go by, you know, the movie being called Thor or the movie being called, you know, like the next Guardians or something. He has said, though, that Thor Ragnarok and Avengers uh, Infinity War and the sequel are almost like a mini trilogy for Hulk. Mm -hmm. So I think he's going to be pretty major uh, in these two films. And then. Uh, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see if he wears this this Hulk bizarre <laughs> And then um, we've got uh, a shot of Black Widow with uh, her blonde hair, which I guess is hair that she's wearing because she's kind of like in hiding with uh, Captain America because at the end of Civil War, they were both. Uh, remember, she kind of like uh, she gave it to Tony Stark and then kind of walked off. So I assume that she was kind of a fugitive, too. So. I'm assuming that like that's her disguise or whatnot, and maybe mm-hmm. she's been off running missions with in secret with Captain America. Possibly, what do you think? What do you think of Blonde Widow? I've I've got issues with this because, um, you know that's Scarlett Johansson. Nobody doesn't recognize Scarlett Johansson because her hair is a different color. Like that's just that's just what she looks like, and we saw in. Oh, crap. Which one is it? Like the crazy technology of putting on somebody else's face. She could do that if she wanted to be in hiding. Like a hair color. Oh, no. Very true. Like, don't forget your own technology, Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They've got those weird like like net 
Yeah, exactly. Weird, like, are you talking about like morphing that, changing? Like, yeah, that well, they're the like computery net that she like pulled off her face. Yeah, yeah, that was the one. Yeah, they have yeah. that. She can use that. She doesn't need to just like have her hair be a different color. It's I don't know. I don't. I just feel like it's a weird. Then of move. course the trailer has like the Marvel character dramatic ink and paper thingy, and it's all dramatic. And then we get New York City. Then we're in the Sancta Sanctorum again, and there's the hole in the stairs where Hulk fell. But he's not shirtless anymore this time. Mark Ruffalo is wearing a, a little suit. So apparently he's <laughs> had time to pull himself out of the hole, perhaps, and put on a suit. Um, so, and then he's there with, uh, we've got Doctor Strange, Wong, Hulk now in the suit, and uh, Tony Stark. Uh, and they're all looking outside like, what the shit? And then they walk outside, and this is also where Thanos starts giving his uh, his speech about blah, blah. You will know what it's like to lose. I'm your drunk dad. I just came home from the bar. Um, but that's where, you know, Tony Stark walks outside, and he's wearing the same hoodie, by the way, that's in the footage where he's all sad. So maybe mm-hmm. it was not a flashback, and someone does die, and it's all the big sad. We all Then the, in the next shot, we get Tom Holland, and he's getting his Spider-Man Spidey sense for the first time, his hair standing up. Mm-hmm. That or he's having a super static cling day on this bus. <laughs> or, I don't know, he was watching the Infinity War trailer, because that's how I felt. Oh, that and was then lame. he looks outside and he sees the big ring, ring ship. Mm-hmm. And then we get the shot uh, that is uh, Tony Stark taking off his uh, glasses. Like, what going on? Now, if you watch that clip, though, which is very strange, when you watch that clip, Tony Stark takes his glasses off mm-hmm. and Banner, Wong, and Doctor Strange look completely 100% frozen. they look frozen if if you go back and watch it again they look completely frozen so i'm wondering like you know what power is freezing them and allowing tony stark to still take his glasses off did it something to do with his arc reactor that is you know Mm. is does arc reactor make him uh not susceptible to certain things or because they look none of them are moving they're completely frozen and it's really strange so i don't know what's really going yes i don't really know what's going on uh in this scene either but something bad who knows maybe this is maybe a lot of this footage is from like a tony stark you know drunken fever dream (laughs) i have no idea but they're frozen in the back and he's taking off his glasses then of course we've got the scene where it looks like Loki is stepping over dead bodies and handing the tesseract over which we've uh, covered that Loki is probably going to give him uh this this tesseract as one of those stones. Do you think Thanos is just going to haul off and kill him? I kind of hope not. As much as I think- have asked for people to die, <laughs> I hope it's not him cuz he's interesting. Like you've asked for people to die but it it seems I mean he's he's been a villain for so many films. I think he might and he turned heroic briefly in Ragnarok and I think this might be where he gets his final comeuppance in handing over this stone. Unless he does do something heroic, but I have a feeling that he's gonna no. he's Loki? gonna hand over. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. I, I bet I bet he handed over the keys to this whole thing happening. Well, you know? he also failed Thanos once. He failed Thanos the first time that he came to Earth, mm-hmm. uh, and caused all the ruckus in yeah. Avengers. Yeah, so could. maybe 
handing over the 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 tesseract to he is Thanos is kind of like too little, too late, and Thanos is going to be one of the characters that dies in this in this film because yeah. he's stepping over bodies, and those can either be uh, as guardians, they can maybe mm-hmm. be dead bodies from Xandar, they could even be in nowhere. Like they, there's a lot of places that they could possibly be. Of course, Thanos's ship was sitting in front of their ship. Um, at the end of Thor uh, Ragnarok so maybe they have to deal with it right then and there and maybe you know I I actually think that maybe I mean Idris Elba has not been pleased with being in the Thor movies so maybe they'll kill him off you know Uh, maybe he dies helping the Asgardians with their final uh, escape I have a feeling that maybe that's where they're going to go with uh, Tessa Thompson Tessa Thompson's uh, Valkyrie in this one, I mm-hmm. think. I think maybe they're gonna get uh, Heimdall and Valkyrie to maybe shuffle out the as the Asgardians, help them escape, while maybe Loki and Thor and Hulk maybe uh, deal with Thanos. Mm-hmm. Because I feel bad for the Thor movies because every big cliffhanger piece of stakes that the movie ended on just complete. <laughs> gets completely thrown aside with the next film like at the end of the first door they they destroy the rainbow road and then in avengers they just go oh you got down here blah blah dark energy throwaway line like where they're just Mm -hmm. like oh screw the rainbow road whatever you destroyed it and it like renders the (laughs) the the like dramatic ending of that movie completely moot and then yeah the Dark World ends with Loki on the throne and Odin nowhere to be found. And that's the big ending of, of that. And then uh, Ragnarok turns it into a turns it into a comedic moment. And yeah, uh, wh- whereas, you know, Thor basically lets Loki off the hook pretty easily for banishing their father being mm-hmm. on being on the throne and then having them go find the father just for him to be on the verge of death. So mm-hmm. he's been exiled on Earth in a giant green screen Norway. Ugh. And yeah, that was really bad. But uh, <laughs> he like lets him off the hook so badly for banishing, for tricking, for having the father exiled onto Earth and assuming the, the throne. It was just like such a, a, a throwaway. That was the big reveal at the end of that movie. And yeah. if, if they blow up the Asgardian ship with all the Asgardians on it in this movie, I'm going to be very pissed off because that was the big emotional ending of Thor Ragnarok was mm-hmm. he sacrifices everything to save not Asgard the place, but Asgard the people. Yeah. And if they were to just kill them in the very in the first couple of minutes of this movie, I'm going to be pretty angry. I'm going to be like, why do they hate Thor movies? Like, Aww. why does Marvel hate Thor <laughs> why movies? Why do they hate the Asgardians? Why do they hate the ending of every <laughs> Thor movie? But hopefully, hopefully yeah. Valkyrie and Heimdall get some of them to, like, escape. Who knows? Maybe maybe when Thor is uh, grabbing that huge machine, there's that other part in the trailer where he's mm-hmm. he's got the two handles. And there's been two thoughts on that. Either he's like using all his strength to like unclip a piece of the ship so it can get away or something Mm -hmm. that might be that scene or he could be actually in a giant ancient like a giant ancient forge forging an axe because he doesn't have his hammer anymore and in the comics he's got his axe that'd be cool and they're wondering if he might be forging an, an axe in that scene but 
anyway, I just really hope that they use Idris Elba and uh, Tessa Thompson to help the Asgardians escape. Yeah, uh, I hope so, so too. And I hope that they send them to somewhere that doesn't make sense at all for Viking type people like San Jose or somewhere. <laughs> Quick, get to Palm Springs. Yeah, New Asgard is just outside of Palm Springs. So so we got Loki in the Tesseract, which he took at the end of Thor Ragnarok. Then we get the scene of Alexander the Grape. Thanos himself, the purple, the purple man, comes through the black cloud of whatever and takes a couple not very expressive looks around. I'm actually really, really worried about his face right now because it's he does. Does he look a little drunk in it? Is that, is yeah. that what it is? <laughs> he looks very. He, you know, you know what he looks like when you look at it. He looks like he literally drank a lot and he woke up and he's not sure who's who's like apartment he's in. That's what. <laughs> that's what. <laughs> That's that's what face he has right now. He's up and he's like, yeah, yeah. He definitely looks angry. That's what and, he and looks like. Uh, tipsy. Yeah. I, I want. I whose apartment is like, this? I hope they computer animate a little more expression on his face. <laughs> it does look a little blank. It, lo- it looks like he's staring out into this earth abyss after all the okay. the black booze that he's been drinking <laughs> to get here. Right, that's, he's not that's sure if he he's is. still he's drunk wa- or if he's hungover. He's walking around trying yeah. to figure out. He's, he's like, he's, he's no longer the, the drunk dad. Here. He's the yeah, hungover dad. <laughs> should I sit down a little bit? Have like, <laughs> like, should I have a glass of water and a piece of toast? You will know what it's so, like to lose. Yeah, Thanos just needs to pop some ibuprofen, drink some Gatorade, and go back to sleep. So. So we've, we've got that, and he's. Oh, on, that's what he looks like. He's been drinking too much Xander of actually. One of those planets mm-hmm. that he needs some stuff from. That, you know, the footage. Uh, then we get uh, Spider-Man in his Iron Spider suit, uh, jumping on the big circle ship. Is that like a portal? And uh, I don't know. I mean, if it's a big circle, mm-hmm. like one would think that it's probably some kind of portal. Um, you know, because it's actually strange because there's like these portal Kind of like things, the Stargate or something. But then later in the trailer, like, looks like something like, these like giant, that. giant like Hershey kisses that fall down and like slam <laughs> and like slam into stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> at least, <laughs> I mean, at least it's not the sky butthole that we were talking about before. I mean, that they're not bringing that back. So that's good. Or what do they call it in the Thor? The, the the devil butthole. Yeah. So who knows? This could be some kind of like, like portable devil's butthole. I don't know. So. No oh boy. Then we got portable. Black Panther there we saying, go. "Evacuate the city," and you know Thor grabbing the big uh, mechanism that could be a part of a ship or part of a forge, and then we get uh, actual. Uh, the next scene is an actual. Uh, confirmation of those Black Order people. We get the actual Black Order member um proxima midnight which is the one that throws the spear at a shadowy figure that i think very obviously is captain america he even steps into the light with the same brick background mm-hmm. and get this man a shield Nick and now he's got a beard and, like, and oh my god Chris Hemsworth, he looks so like a handsome. true soldier and then um oh sorry chris, chris evans one of the chris's Different they're chris. all Jesus. They're all, they're all interchangeable. Handsome. Do you see the look on his face in that they're shot? No, they're so different. They're all box office mm. gold. All those Chris's. Okay, so then we get the <laughs> Hulk the, the the Hulkbuster leap, which 
is obviously in front of uh, Wakanda. You can tell he gets a little side leap, and he's got that kind of like jump the way Hulk has. Side leap, get, yeah. Uh, so I mean, all the more reason why it would be Bruce yeah, Banner j- jumping like Hulk yeah. would do. We got uh, blonde. Widow stabbing probably one of the Black Order peeps. We've got Doctor Strange putting up some of his whatever those are. Astral those, like, weeks discs, stuff. The little hand Or sorry, discs. his astral plane mysticism rings. Then we've got the, the Hershey kiss falling and slamming into the ground and people are running and Well, I think they're I think they're actually the fidget spinners. Yes, the fin- so then we've got that, and then they're fighting these like four-armed beasts that uh, in the comics those are called outriders. They're these like genetically produced beasts or whatever that Thanos uses to terrorize or whatever. But anyway, there's those are called the outrider, and we get them all fighting. And apparently, there's a big mm-hmm. battle because you see an entire army of these outriders, and we get Thanos or someone slamming Spider-Man to the ground. He's like, Wah! he's definitely getting getting worked. Definitely getting worked, young Tom. Young yeah, but Tom why? Do, why do they make that actually look like right after Spider-Man gets slammed to the ground? Why are they trying to make it look like Iron Man, Tony, Tony Stark is pulling away from that? They, they just they, they loop it. They do. The, you just have that feeling yeah. of, of like, oh, is Tony actually attacking? They his show guys? that. They immediately show Tony Stark, which is probably a misdirect. I'm sure that those two scenes are not back to back, but I think we're meant to you know wonder and then we got someone ripping probably one of the black order ripping the gem out of um vision's head with this with the satari scepter yes with the scepter or trying to we don't see if they're successful but they're sure hurting him aren't they oh yeah he he does not seem happy about it becomes alexa Mm. well it's Mm -hmm. painful when you become alexa scene of him dropping in some of the gems And Thanos is all happy, and then he punches, and he gives somebody a good punch. It looks like, you know, it looks like he gives, like, Iron Man-ish character a good punch. But it looks like a thin Iron Man. You know, that's why it kind of, that's why you wonder if this is like a, like, Pepper Potts type uh, Iron Man. Because the person that gets punched here looks super slender and kind of has a nice iron can oh boy so then we get then we get <laughs> then we get so then we get uh bucky burns you know with his with his guns because bucky likes guns i suppose and then you know black panther's like steadying his his condoms and then we get uh, Anthony Mackie's Falcon shooting while the Hulkbuster is is punching stuff. Like why Hulkbuster's out in the front and nobody else is? I don't I don't know. But then we get the Outriders all rushing out while the soldiers are gonna meet them. Then we get the money shot. Black Panther, uh, one of the I forget one of uh, Black Panther's elite guard, the one played by uh, the actress that plays Michonne on Walking Dead. We get Captain America. We get Bucky. We get Black Widow. We get Hulk. So where the heck does that come from? If Banner was in the Hulkbuster, I have no idea. And then a War Machine. But uh, there's also mm-hmm. speculation that maybe there's going to be more characters in this scene because uh, famously they did that with the trailer for uh, Age of Ultron. There was a moment in the trailer where just a couple characters were not in the shot it was when uh all the avengers it's like that like spinning camera shot around all the avengers all the the avengers and you see like thor and you see black widow and you see hawkeye and you see like some characters but you the who 
who you don't see that's in the final film in the same shot are the Maximoff mm-hmm. twins is Wanda and uh, Pietro or Quicksilver and uh, Scarlet Witch. You don't you don't see them. Oh, and uh, Vi- and uh, Vision. I, I, mean, I actually think uh, it's Vision and, and, Vision, and Scarlet yeah. Witch are the two that you don't see that have been added later. So well, maybe it's the opposite in this one. Maybe it's not that they're going to add more people. Maybe some of those people well, aren't in it. You they're in some of the other leaked uh, footage. Uh, you see. I think you see Iron Man and you see a couple other characters and they're not on Earth at all. So I think some of these characters are going to take off and have a more space bound journey. And maybe some of the other characters Mm -hmm. are going to be on Earth taking care of uh, the Earth bound threat, the threat that's essentially maybe setting the stage for Thanos to show up. So that's very possible that we have a couple tales happening. I mean... There's enough characters where they don't all need to be standing in one place at at the, the same time. That's just that's just too many. In the trailer, we don't see Hawkeye at all. We don't see Ant-Man at all. We don't see the Wasp. Um, nope. Nope. There's a bunch of characters that we do nope. not see. So, And I'm glad that we don't see them all. Maybe, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd like some... I mm-hmm. also get a, a strange... Not a strange feeling, but I also get from this trailer that maybe... I don't, I don't think they're actually showing us much. I think that this trailer is great and they're showing they're showing yeah. us a few choice things but I have a feeling mm-hmm. that there's a lot that they're they're leaving out. I get a feeling from this trailer that I'm not seeing much of the movie. Cuz I feel like this movie's long too, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, the I just think this movie's going to be long. I think a lot is going to happen in this film and I feel like we're getting 2 minutes and you know, uh 24 seconds of not much of not much at all. <laughs> Uh, and and we're also getting the way that they want us to think the movie's going to go, the way they, they, they're kind of showing right. us the shots. They want to kind of throw us off from the sequence mm-hmm. of events that we kind of already know could come, you know, how he has to get these certain types of gems first. You know, he's got yep. the power gem from space. Now he needs the reality gem from the, you know, the hoarder. Yeah, yeah I think... Yeah, but why isn't he wearing the reality gem when he gets down to Earth, the red one? Why isn't he wearing that one in his Infinity Gauntlet when well, he goes and gets... I haven't seen any any footage where he is on Earth yet. I have a feeling that Thanos is not going to be an Earth threat in this movie. I don't know. It feels like, like he could be. Like, Wait, even the footage Thanos? in the... Yeah. I don't think... I don't think I he's feel like gonna he be is. in this movie much at all. I think it's gonna be mostly what? the black no, 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 order. No, 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 no. James Gunn um, uh, actually has talked about uh, this uh, extensively in the past. How he didn't want to feature um, Thanos in Guardians Two because he knew that he was gonna be so prominent in Infinity War. I mean, this could be something that. I mean, this is. Like I the think big, he's going the to big be big Thanos one very prominent in the next one uh i think that the next one, what this is the end of this mcu no it's no it's not avengers 4 is going to be the end of the mcu this is avengers oh 3. avengers 4 yes yes yes, yes so I, that's a good point i don't think there's going to be a lot of thanos in this i think it's going to be a lot of the black order going around and uh collecting stones and then i think four is when you're going to get Thanos just like crushing, just wrecking, wrecking people. And then I think what I think, and I'm not sure about this, but I think the like, since there's the time gem, I think they might can, cons- someone might get the time gem and maybe have to, 
go and go and change some things. Uh, maybe it might be them having to go back and change a few things to make sure that this never happens, you know, and maybe that's what uh, the next one's going to be, um, Infinity Gauntlet. But I think that the end of this movie is going to be Thanos arrives and it's a big, huge issue. It's a big problem. And then the Infinity Gauntlet is going to be them the whole movie might be them dealing with Thanos or having to run around and try to like mitigate his damage while another group is actually trying to solve the problem. That's my feeling about these two movies. But anyway, so we get the money shot and then of course we get the logo and then of course we get the end, which is Thor saying, who the hell are you guys? Who the hell are you guys? That's not like <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. It's the, who the hell are you? He does have a very Dolph Lundgren-esque delivery there. He's like, who the hell are you guys? And then <laughs> the Guardians are there, and we're like, yay, Guardians. And then May 2018. But uh, what are your like final thoughts on this, uh, this trailer and uh, Infinity War in general and how this trailer made you feel? Any final thoughts on what you think is going to happen? happen in this film any crazy stupid early predictions (laughs) um i feel like this trailer totally nailed what the movie will be which is like it's gonna be a little dark it's gonna be dramatic but it's also still gonna have that little like just the last second of the trailer is just like mantis is like the most adorable little wave like (laughs) hey and it's like don't forget that you're also gonna like be happy during all this it's like dark and like oh shit we're all coming to this moment but also like hey so i think i think Mm -hmm. it's gonna be awesome i'm so excited mantis mantis has a way of reminding you that she she reads love she understands it and and she wants you to she (laughs) wants you to feel that too yeah i i I for one like you know I, i i i was so excited to see this and like i said before it left me with nothing but questions and I feel like those are kind of going in the direction of explanation with this, you know, with finding out more about like what kind of limitations the directors had for this storyline um, and what the buildup uh-huh. is. I mean, this is going to be it's going to be epic. And I feel like Josh Brolin finally getting to be shown as Thanos in more than just, you know, a couple of shots and him smiling at a post, you know, like credit scene is going to be and it's going to be enthralling but yeah i i didn't realize until you know getting to hear jc talk about you know his predictions that thanos wouldn't have so much of a prominent role in this you know it makes sense that prediction you know holds up for this trailer you know we're getting to see a whole lot of fighting a whole lot of you know armies by fighting and then a whole lot of behind the scenes mm-hmm. kind of like him just getting to steal these nice little pretty rubies <laughs> so yeah man I, it kind of it, it leaves me with questions but it also it makes me want to it makes me want to see it even more but for one character that I would say that I would love to see in this that actually stole the show for me in Thor Ragnarok was Krog the the Kiwi <gasps> rock monster that was voiced by the director Taika Watiti, Taika Watiti. Yeah. yeah yeah I'm sure Korg, Korg is, is going to be on the, the ship at the uh, at the beginning, he's like, "Hey, hey, mate, we're just yeah. we're just going down and getting that ship. Yeah. You want to come with us?" He might, he's gonna get killed though. 
He's gonna get killed right right away. Yes. No. Korg no. Is, is is done. Yeah. No. Yeah. Korg is a as long as he death. gets some like some some Korg funny little a, like last yeah. remarks. Like Korg is he, one of my death. I hope death I hope you'll get all those nice gems back. So uh, any oh. so that's been you know this week's movie news breakdown. I know we spent a lot of time on yeah. the Infinity War trailer, so many, but we should have good trailer, and we did. There's going to uh-huh. be Jurassic An appropriate and we did. amount Jurassic of time. Like the Fallen yeah. Kingdom's coming in so, two days. Fallen Kingdom and Fallen Kingdom is in two days. We're going to be talking Fallen about Depot. that next week. Um, so uh, Thank you for listening to another episode of Screen Fix. Uh, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and uh, coming soon. You can find us on Spotify. Make sure to leave us Woo. if you listen to us on iTunes or if you listen to us anywhere. Make sure to leave us a review and a rating. Uh, if you want to email us and we will, if you want to email us, we'll answer your any questions you have right here on the podcast. You can email us at screenfixpod at gmail.com or you can ask a, ask us a question on twitter at screenfixpod uh follow us on twitter we've also set up a patreon account where you can uh, uh donate money uh to the show uh and we'll use that money to you know uh improve uh, the quality of our equipment but we also want to use use that money uh, perhaps to uh, open up um, an independent theater. So if you want to, where we can have a permanent home for podcasting and for showing films, which is our love films and things of that nature. So contribute, uh, you can contribute, contribute to think local, screen think fix global. On, uh, this is this is going to be screen fix on uh, uh, Patreon. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening and listen to us every week for your fix, your movie fix. That's the fix. Thank you.